Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on saga960am.ca. I'm Norm Murray. This is News Talk Saga 960. Really looking forward to a big show coming up near the end of the month, actually starting the 22nd of February. It's Mamma Mia on stage. How much fun does this sound like? Put on by the Port Colborne Operatic Society. Go to their website if you want to get tickets, by the way, portcolburnoperaticsociety.com. Call 905-834-0833 and uh, see... Top quality performance at an affordable price, I have to say, too. And my friend Richard Nestor, who I worked with for a long number of years at the Shopping Channel, is starring in the play, Mamma Mia, and he joins us on the phone right now. Hello again, Richard. How are you? I am very well, Norm. And first of all, I have to apologize. Uh, yesterday, at the exact same time I was supposed to be with you on the air, I had an appointment with my parole officer, and, <laughs> but it's all sorted out. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. I'm just, I'm just glad. Hey, I, I turned 60, buddy, so these things are going to start to happen. You know what I mean? Did you really? I did. You yes. look about 42, I think. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm a Jerusalem guy. That's what it is. <laughs> there you go. A little Elizabeth Grant reference. Thanks for that. Uh, well, I'm just glad everything's okay. And uh, I'm sure your parole officer <laughs> is taking care of things there. I don't know. Wow. Well, listen, it's great to hear your voice again. And uh, you. your voice sounds in pretty good form. Have you been doing a lot of voice exercises in preparation oh, for yes. your role? Oh, yes. My last play, I mean, the only other musical I had done about three years ago was Damn Yankees. And we had this wonderful musical director, and I taped one of our warm-ups, which we would do every night before we did a performance. So it's about seven or eight minutes. So I'm doing that all the time. So even like tonight, even at rehearsal, while I'm driving in the car on the way to Port Coburn, I'm doing my warm-ups. Oh, yes, it's, it's a muscle. You have to exercise it. Wow. Now, performances begin February the 22nd yes. and uh, go through March 8th. Where, yes. are, where are you playing at? We're playing at, uh, they're all taking place at the Lakeshore Catholic High School at 150 Janet Street on Port Coburn. It seats about 600 people. I'm already hmm. a little nervous. but <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a pretty big theater. It's pretty fun. That, that's a pretty big theater, isn't it? Yes, it is a very big theater. Yeah. You know, for when you think in high school, I didn't have anything like that. It no. was, this is amazing. Yeah, I, I did back in uh, Trenton High School, my first year in high school before moving back to Toronto. My mom took me to see the Irish Rovers in the theater there. <laughs> wow, that, that was my first ever concert. I brag to everybody. <laughs> so I remember them well. In fact, the woman who directed my play in Damn Yankees, and she's also coming to see me in Mamma Mia, she was one of the you know full-time dancers, if you remember, The Pig and Whistle. Oh, no kidding, yeah. Yes, 
Yes, Wendy. So, Richard, did you you obviously auditioned for Mamma Mia? What were your thoughts going into auditioning for this kind of a really? It's an iconic play, right? Yes, and you know what it is? It's just that it's fun, and you know, um, one thing is about doing a show like this. Who doesn't know ABBA songs already? And I do not read music, and I have to say I am with some of the most incredibly talented individuals. There's 60 of us in the cast. 60? And many of them, I would say the majority of them, you know, young and old and in between, all read music, and they're all just like, they know which note. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I sing in the car, and I'm a resort karaoke singer. So <laughs> I am just... You know, you know, loving every second of doing this. First of all, just watching and learning at the same time, and and it's it's just been a whole wonderful experience from beginning to end. Because not only, I mean, like I said, it's just it's just fun music. I don't have to learn new music of you know from a new say Broadway show. It's songs we all recognize. And the two solos, I well, I have a duet with SOS, and then I have a solo, Knowing Me, Knowing You. So. You know, there's songs that we're familiar with, so, but it's just fun. It's a, and I hope the audience feels the same way. You're, you're singing Knowing Me, Knowing You. That's my favorite ABBA tune. You're kidding. No, it, I mean that sincerely. I'm not just saying that because you're on with me right now here, but truly. Oh, I well, love I'll it. I'll be singing it to you then. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every single night I'll be thinking of Norm Murray. Yeah, sure you I'm will. singing. Not Donna, my so-called to-be wife <laughs> in the play, but I'll be singing <laughs> right. it to Norm Murray. Yeah, thanks. Listen, um, it is music that many people grew up know, yes. uh, with and such, and I would imagine there will be a little bit of audience participation in this. You can't help it, right? Well, it's funny you should say that, because if you're interested, I believe we still have some tickets for Saturday, February the 29th at 7.30 p.m., and it is a special sing-along performance oh, where we'll wow. have the words and everything for the audience and help drown me out, So, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to get your tickets by calling 905-834-0833 or at the Port Colborne Operatic Society.com website. And uh, enjoy. I mean, reserve seats I'm reading here are twenty five dollars. Is that right? Yep. yep. That's. I mean, for top quality talent, right? Like you said yourself, uh, you know, a cast of sixty yeah. and some real performers here. You cannot beat the value uh, for a night of entertainment with Mamma Mia. Sounds fantastic. And the sets are beautiful, <clears throat> right. and, and you know, and it's truly working with some really great professionals. And for anybody that wants to be in the acting or anything field like that, I highly, highly recommend. Since I've been back here in Niagara three years, I've done five plays. You, you know what? Classes are great, but you learn so much doing live theater. It's because it's just like, I mean, you and I, between us, we have yeah. probably half a century of live TV. Yeah. There's no going back. It's just like in live theater. You just and you have to just rely on your fellow actors, and away you go. I was going to ask you what the biggest challenge is in a musical, in your opinion, uh, versus some of the other roles that you've been playing and uh, on stage. And still, I mean, to be in five plays—that's a significant amount of experience. I think now you've got, you know, some real—I um, don't know—some things to throw back on, to look back on, at least uh, to grab onto some experience there. What would you say some of the challenges are? for you personally surrounded by all that talent well do you know what personally for me norman and i'm and still it's a work in progress but mm -hmm. you know it, you know i'm i'm almost there <clears throat> is any song is is a monologue so it's oh. just like if you were you and i are talking right now but you're now you're singing it and in in 
Mamma Mia, we, I think there's, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if we have 23 or 28 songs and 15 dance numbers. Mine is all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking and then we're doing our dialogue, maybe a page, maybe it's a half a page, maybe it's a page and a half. And then all of a sudden you hear the music and then you're going from talking to all of a sudden singing. And then I stop singing and then I speak and then I speak two or three lines, and then I go back singing. So it's such a learning curve, and, and I have to say, Deb, our musical director, who is absolutely amazing, is so patient with me because I'm just, do I come in on time? Or am I, am I going? Am I too short? Am I too long? Am I too? Am I waiting too much? Whatever, you know. And sometimes it's like double dutch. I don't know when to, you know, when I'm doing my duet with fabulous Allison Fox. I don't know when I'm supposed. Okay, can I make that high note? Can I get as high as she is? Where we're supposed to be. And so it's it's a learning curve, but it's you know I don't know why it terrifies me, but I'm yeah. loving it all at the same time. Did you have any formal training of any kind in singing? No, no, just, you know, acting classes and such. And, and yeah. to me, though, doing theater is the, you know, because we've been rehearsing. One thing about the Operatic Society, they don't take up a lot of your time. It's, a, it's an extended rehearsal. We started off with, you know, back in October, November, doing just Wednesday nights. And then wow. we added on Wednesdays and Sundays. So we're only doing two days a week of rehearsals, but it's a lot of months. So there's a lot of prep. So there's a lot of rehearsal time in that regards and also you know and you do your homework at home mm -hmm. i mean i am up every night at three o'clock in the morning and i wide awake and i go through all my lines and i'm singing my songs to myself and then i go back to sleep so it's maybe on march the 9th it'll be a little bit less stressful <laughs> the, the show is running february the 22nd to march the 8th is that right richard so it is, sir. you have a number of uh, performances at the lakeshore catholic high school performing arts center we're talking to richard nestor who is one of the stars of mama mia put on by the port colburn operatic society what uh, role are you playing I play Sam, and if you've seen the movie, it's Pierce Brosnan's part. Pierce Brosnan's part, nice. Yes, <clears throat> yes, 007. Yeah. But I play Sam Carmichael. Very nice. You can get your tickets as we were talking about. They're only $25 for tickets at the Port Colburn Operatic Society.com uh, website. Gift certificates are available also. There's the sing-along performances Richard was pointing out on Saturday the 29th. There's also the daytime performance on March 1st at 2 in the afternoon and on Saturday the 29th. So you've got uh, two shows on Saturday. How do you feel yeah. about that? In a singing performance, do you see that as a challenge, having two shows on the same day? When I noticed that, I thought... Yeah, it might be, but yeah. you know, I think we do have a little bit of a break in between. So it's just like doing rehearsals, and sometimes during rehearsals, it's not just we're running right through the show. Irena, our phenomenal director, she might say, you know, Richard, can we do your number again, SOS? So it's not as if I have not done it two or three or four times in one evening. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, to break it up into two shows, it's it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I was also, uh, just out of curiosity, looking up ABBA on the internet in general. There is the ABBA site Dot com website, which gives you all kinds of updates on all their songs and the memorabilia and whether they were, you know, when they were going to get back together and tour and such and um, trivia about ABBA. I mean, there's a lot of information out there about them. And one thing I did notice also is that the members of ABBA, Richard, you probably know this, are amongst the richest rock stars in the world. Weren't they on the stock market at one particular <laughs> yeah. time, probably in the 70s or the 80s? Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're right up there 
with, uh, you know, Paul McCartney and uh, Robbie Williams, who's worth $300 million, uh, James Hetfield from Metallica, Eric Clapton. But the members of ABBA uh, continue to roll in with the residuals over all the years. Yeah, I remember one of the lovely women was being interviewed, one of the members. I can't remember which one. Mm -hmm. I knew, I don't know her name, but she was the brunette. And she was being interviewed a number of years ago. And I don't know if they were offered, who had offered them, but it was a billion dollars to tour again or something. And I don't know at that particular time they were all keen on doing it. And jokingly, she was saying, but really, it's only $250 million each. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, yeah, honey, you know. That's right. And but so, but jokingly, she was saying it. But when you think of it, yes, I mean, it's a, there's songs that just will go on forever. So that's why doing this show was, you know, I, I decided. To- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To uh, audition because, I mean, I loved ABBA. It was my era and it was fun. And and I have seen the Mamma Mia show in Toronto a couple of times. It's just fun. And I think everybody that goes to the show will feel the exact same way. And Fred Lingstad is who you're referring to there. And uh, Bjorn is also worth uh, $300 million. It's just incredible. It's been, and there's a new audience, I'm sure, being introduced to them, Richard, now. You know, you're not going to just see exactly. some of the old folks like me there, and I'm going to be going for sure. There's no doubt about it. But also Perfect. some of the younger generations, I think, are being introduced thanks to their parents and, and aunts and uncles and such, right? Yeah. And you know what? There's no way that you could be sitting in your car, sitting in the yeah. theater or anywhere and Dancing Queen or Mamma Mia or Waterloo or something comes on and you you can't Mm -hmm. help but move you know that's outstanding well listen uh, I hope you'll uh, stay on the phone here for a moment and join me on the other side of the commercial break but I just want to remind everybody that you can go to portcolburnoperaticsociety.com for your $25 tickets 22nd of February right through March 8th it's Mamma Mia Richard Nestor is in the program as well as another 59 people it's going to be quite something (laughs) and I hope you uh, uh, get out to to watch it it's going to be a lot of fun that is for sure it's at the um, it's at the Lakeshore Catholic High School Performing Arts Center in Port Colburn we're back with Richard in a moment I want to pick his brain a little bit about going down memory lane at the shopping channel and some of the guests and such we'll do that right after this at News Talk Saga 960 don't go away no radio no problem stream us live on saga960am.ca Thanks for joining us. I'm Norm Murray. 11 minutes before the top of the hour, News Talk, Saga 960. We're on the line with Richard Nestor, one of the stars of Mamma Mia. The Port Colburn Operatic Society presents Mamma Mia for its 75th season of bringing Broadway home to Niagara. And they are going to be performing at the Lakeshore Catholic High School Performing Arts Center in Port Colburn. If you want to get your tickets, go to this phone number, first of all, 905-834-0833 or online, portcolburnoperaticsociety.com. With over 60 people in the cast, it will be an amazing performance running weekends starting February the 22nd through March the 8th. So Rich is on the phone line with us, of course, a 20-year-plus 20 20 year on-air host of the Shopping Channel in Canada, which is 
for anybody who has never really watched or doesn't know that much about it, and that happened a lot to me, I know when people would ask about, about what we do, how would you describe what you did or what we did on the air? What is it really? You know? We made people very happy. <laughs> That's what we did, you know, because, you know, I don't know about you, Norm, but I used to get, you know, asked a lot and people would come up to me and they'd say, you know, I'm sure you didn't like that product. I mean, gosh, <laughs> as you know, we had over 15,000 of them. I mean, can we love everything? Yeah. And I used to say to them, you know what? My job is to tell that individual that might be watching in Saskatchewan or Newfoundland or Quebec, and they love that product. And my job on the air was to tell them all the, you know, the features and the benefits and why this product is so wonderful for them. And, and if it's not something that you like, well, stay tuned. We have something coming up in that hour or the next hour or tomorrow or what have you. Yeah. So I just thought, you know, we just made people happy. The news yeah. can be really sad. You know what? With us, it's, you know, it's just nonstop talking and fun. That's right. And it was more than just gadgets and uh, and some of the schmaltzy infomercial products of the, uh, you know, 80s and 90s. That's how it started, right. Right. Uh, now, sure, we had the pocket fisherman, we had the flow bee, we had the uh, slice it and dice it mechanisms, but also some big name brands came on and still come on, like Dyson, KitchenAid, Vitamix, Nespresso, and so forth and so on, Richard. And yes. I'm leading up to some of the celebrities who used to appear, and I'm talking mostly B-listers for the most part. But still, there were names that would have people stopping on television when they saw them, such as someone like Richard Simmons. Remember working with him with oh, Deal Emil? Yes. <laughs> Always fun. I remember uh, he must have arrived uh, a day or two before we were supposed to, you know, because by, by, I think then I was doing more day shifts. And he, he was watching from his hotel room, he said. And then when I met him to have our meeting in his dressing room with the producer and his people and such about the show, he said, you know what, your nails are not blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, <laughs> well, I thought my nails were, you know, pretty darn good. So <laughs> while we were having our meeting in front of everybody, he took out his little Barbie bag which was a little Barbie bag, and he did my nails. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> nice. In a meeting, there he is filing Richard Nestor's, giving him a manicure. Oh, yeah, I was polishing it. Well, he didn't put any polish on it, but, you know, he was buffing them and, you know, fixing up the cuticles and, you know, hand cream and everything else and never skipped a beat during the meeting. That's hilarious. Uh, when I met him, he walked up to me. I was wearing a, a jacket, uh, a, um, a tracksuit jacket at the time, and he walked up to me and he simply turned up, he reached up, he turned up the collar and unzipped it down to about mid-chest. And then he said, okay, now you're ready to go on the air. <laughs> so he was... Uh, that and was Richard, yeah, that's Richard Simmons. He's quite a character. I know he's kind of disappeared from the public light, uh, limelight a little bit, but he was certainly... A, uh, we really looked forward to him appearing and talking fitness. Um, and there's many, many stories about him we could go on about for sure. I know I have Ooh, a couple. Yeah. But uh, some other names that have dropped by that we didn't get to last time you were on the air, and one of them was Marie Osmond. And I remember her as being somebody who would hold hold up our production for so long because she kept having the lighting adjusted. That's what I remember. We used to have to pad the brakes to about seven or eight minutes long because she wasn't satisfied sitting where she was that the pink lights aimed at her were, you know, reflecting her in the best light. But anyways, I thought she was a pleasure to work with and a charming lady. Same thing with me. And it's yeah. funny, it was a lighting issue. And I thought to myself, for some reason, I don't know why we were out in the studio about a half an hour before we went to air. And she's lovely. I absolutely mm. love her. I think maybe we're going through all of her doll collection or something. Yeah. And at that particular time, I remember Tony Little was on the air. And she made the crew go get the monitor because she wanted to look at herself because she was bringing, she was, I mean, her makeup looked fine to me, but she was doing her makeup while looking at the monitor. And, and at that 
time. I don't remember any pink lights on her, but she was pointing to the ceiling. And I'm just thinking, remember this woman with her family, she was born and raised in a studio. So it's not as if she doesn't know what she's talking yeah. about. And and she's pointing and she's doing her makeup and she's looking at the monitor and she's looking at the ceiling and she's looking at the monitor and looking back up at the lights and then she points and she goes, can we move that one? And I said, well, that's not going to happen, Marie. I'm sorry, there's nobody here <laughs> to do that. And she goes, you know, Richard, the, the better we look, the more we sell. And I'm thinking, well, you look pretty good yourself already, yeah. honey. So I don't... Really you know, don't worry about it. But yes. You were very professional that way. The Maria, you know? the Maria Osmond doll collection. She is a huge doll collector. And I guess it just started off as a, a business at the same time. And they, uh, they would sell them on television. I know across the U.S. it did phenomenally well also. Yes, yes. Very interesting lady for sure. And then, of course, Suzanne Summers and her husband, Alan Hamill, Canadian, uh, would visit on a regular basis. Suzanne Summers selling everything from kitchen to jewelry to cosmetics to the thigh master, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> she was a joy to work with. Truly. I remember every time I'd be sitting waiting for her to arrive, she was always like a couple of minutes before air, and that's fine. You know what? Yeah. She's done it a lot longer than I have. And every time she'd walk over towards me because I have a, a little dimple in my chin, which I don't recommend to anybody because <laughs> it's really a pain in the butt to shave. Oh. Anyway, she used to always come right for me and stick her finger in there and just keep twirling it. <gasps> no. <laughs> Are you serious? And, then, and and you knew what you knew what working with her was the same thing. Every yeah. time you would start, you know, okay, let's go to the next item. She'd just go off on a tangent on something else. Like, yeah. oh, Richard, did you watch the Oscars last night? Yes, we did. And <laughs> and what'd you think of this? And I'm thinking, you know what? We've only got three minutes on this item, Suzanne. And she's just she was fun because. She, you know, she didn't take it seriously. And then, you know, we'd be talking on the air and selling, and then Alan would walk out of the studio, and she'd go, wait a minute, Alan, where are you going? Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, uh, oh, boy, all right, she must really love this man. <laughs> Alan, Alan, her husband, Alan Hamill, and they are inseparable, and they're a wonderful couple, really. Yeah. Uh, Alan, when I saw him one time, he said, oh, Norm, it's good to see you, you know. We hardly ever get a chance to work with you. We're, we're, we're fans, and we, we love uh, that you're here, and, and are we going to work with you today? And by the way, do you know where I can get the pods for the coffee? Ma Would you go get me a coffee? This is what he said to me. Can you go get me a coffee? Sure, Alan. And I did, of course. Of course you did. <laughs> I remember working with Bo Derek, and she was so shy and so nervous. And I said, can I get you anything? Is there anything you need? She goes, I can get some water. If you just tell me where to get it. I says, uh, Bo Derek. I, you are not going to get your own water. <laughs> At least I can go and get you some water. Don't worry about it. I'll go and get you. She was another sweetheart, too. Uh, Jeannie Cooper from The Young and the Restless. Uh, way back, uh, she's gone now, rest her soul, but uh, I can remember working with her, and, and we didn't even have a vending machine at the time. It was so, I had to go to, I went out and went to a gas station two streets up to get Jeannie Cooper from The Young and the Restless uh, a coffee or a, whatever I was getting there and bring it back to her. Uh, quickly, Joan Rivers was in your car once. How did yeah. that happen? Well, she, I was, we were both finished off air, and, I don't, and her limousine driver, for some reason, didn't show up. I don't know if somebody did not book it for her. And she was dating that gentleman at the time that was um, 
I don't know what whatever Trump didn't own in Manhattan, he owned the other half. So <laughs> the, those two and David, and thank goodness I had my Oldsmobile wash that day. So she were all in the lobby talking, and then I, she was kind of like panicked. And I said, you know what, Joan, I'm finished. I could drive you back to your hotel. And she goes, oh, Richard, oh my gosh. So David sat in the front, and Joan and this individual sat in the back, and we're and I'm. I'm going, I can't believe that Joan Rivers is in my back seat yeah. of my car driving over to, you know, the Delta where she used to stay. And I said, you know, Joan, when I do my memoirs, I'm going to be, you're going to be chapter 19. She goes, well, I can't wait to see what chapter 18 is. <laughs> I just wish you'd been pulled over by ride on that oh. night. That would have been the best. Uh, and I had to drop her off in the back. I do remember that. I think it was they, they entered through the kitchen or something like that, or she was going to grab herself a midnight snack. That, that oh, I don't man. know. I never asked her, but I had to drop her off near the kitchen. Richard, we'll have to have you on again. Mama Mia, of course, is uh, performing, and Richard's in the show Saturday, February the 22nd, weekends through March the 8th. Go to portcolburnoperaticsociety.com, call 905-834-0833. Knowing me, knowing you is always great uh, on air and off air. Richard, thanks so much. All the best to you, Thank and I'll see you, you at the show. Sir. Take care. All the best. Richard Nestor, everybody. Coming up Thank in a moment, you. we've got Hashtag This on the way. Thema Atwell joins me as we'll be breaking down some of the hashtags and trending stories of the day and giving our opinions. And we want to hear yours at 416-640-0200. You're listening to News Talk, Saga 960. Don't go away. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.